for this episode, I would like to ask all of you to think about being a journalist that is reporting on a story in a very war-torn country, you know, a, a third world country, uh, a country that's considered to be, you know, a failed state by the rest of, you know, the United Nations or what have you, a very dangerous country. You're a journalist reporting there. You know that if you get caught by, you know, any of the enemy combatants, you might not be captured, but both sides are trying to respect the fact that you're a journalist, so they kind of leave you alone. However, let's just say you're in the Middle East. You see there's a war going on, whichever country it is. I don't want to get specific because that's not the point. You end up seeing all of this sort of like black muddy goo everywhere and then some of it kind of drips from the sky but it's not raining and it's kind of, it's very interesting, right? Next thing you know, you as a journalist, you get close enough to an area that ends up being the, uh, the target, let's say, of a drone strike or a bomb being dropped. You're not sure by which country, it doesn't matter. You end up in the hospital. You wake up and the doctor tells you you're supposed to be dead by now. You end up smelling this extremely, uh, you know, burning smell, like something, you know, it's a very terrible scent. And then you look up and you realize that your body, your neck is very stiff as you look up. You look at the rest of your body and your body is like literally burned to pieces and the doctor cannot explain how you survived. Long story short, after many, many weeks of being in the hospital, you get out finally, you head back home to the country you live in and you start, you know, just going about your day. You're a journalist. You're just taking some time off because of what you've been through, right? And then what ends up happening is you start, you look outside and you see people, you know, on the street walking around, what have you. And all of a sudden you blink with a couple blinks of your eye. There's a hundred more people than who you, what you just initially saw. So you go outside and you, you kind of say to yourself, why there's so many people very casually walking around, but half of the people you go up to cannot be touched physically. You try to just, you know, reach out with your hand and you can't touch them. And you're like, what the hell? So you're going to see what I mean uh, very shortly uh, as I come full circle with this. But first off, I do want to give a shout out to Sasquatch's Shadow. And I'd also like to give a special thank you and shout out to the worst unicorn. Uh, He's been helping me moderate the Discord server. And on top of all that, he's actually been helping me formulate some of my research for the Black Goo episode and for a bunch of different other things as well. Now, I do want to mention, by the way, the worst unicorn, a good friend of mine, has his own server that teaches people how to work their way around Discord. So for any of you that are, you know, very intimidated by using Discord or anything like that, it doesn't have to do with our community just in general. The link will be in the description to his Discord server. He's just a super nice guy, just trying to help people understand Discord. There's nothing else to it. So with that being said, let's jump into it. So the gem, the electrodes placing black goo into all psychotronic operations and in brackets, undead planets. Now, look, we got a lot to break down here, so I'm going to go step by step. First off, let's talk about the psychological warfare or the psyop aspect or the predictive programming aspect of this. Excuse me. Now, you notice in video games, movies, films, it doesn't matter what genre, it doesn't matter what type, there has been a sudden increase in black goo, like literal sightings in the sense of you're playing a video game and just the game that, you know, let's just say you're playing Call of Duty or Assassin's Creed. Within the walls of that video game or the environment that you're in, there's suddenly all of this black mysterious liquid. You noticed in Hollywood movies, whether it's aliens, superheroes, you name it, there's a constant resurgence and reoccurrence of a consistent form of this type of black, muddy type of figure that is yet to be explained whether you know an alien uh dies or explodes or a bomb goes off there's always some type of black goo that seems to look like soil but it really isn't 
That is a form of the psychological preparation of some of the psychotronic surveillance that is occurring. Now, how do I know this? First off, we need to very basically understand what an electrode is. And I know this might, you might be saying, Dave, oh my gosh, but please just bear with me. So let's take a look. An electrode is an electrical conductor used to make contact with a non-metallic part of a circuit. Example, a semiconductor, an electrolyte, a vacuum, or air. The electrophere, invented by Joan Wick, was an early version of electrode used to study static electricity, end quote. Now, here's what's very interesting about this. Electrodes in general seem to subscribe to the possibility that life necessarily, and this is partly thanks to the worst unicorn as well, thank you brother, life necessarily does not need to be organic in the way that we perceive it because we are made of carbon, right? What is the opposite of carbon? Silicone, right? Then we have, for example, carbon fiber being reverse engineered from certain alien UFO craft, but the point I'm trying to make here is this. It has to do with what I've discussed on the live streams and previous interviews that I've been on in the last couple weeks, which is that if our minds could perceive and be projected to that of a holographic substance that is so ingrained inside of the ether that makes up this dimension, it would then project back onto us something that we could physically interact with. Again, I've mentioned this many times trying to explain it as best as I can in terms of a physical hologram. However, what I want to mention specifically is that this is being utilized within Alice. And I know I mentioned this recently, but as you see throughout the week and next week, this is all going to come full circle. If we take a look here at CERNCourier.com, Alice revitalized January 24th, 2019. Guys, I'll just say it right now. Anytime there's an acronym, doesn't need to be government directed, but an acronym having to do with, you know, a, a word following it saying revitalization or, you know, resurrection or, you know, we're putting something new into it. It's, it's, it's a design. Disaster. It's not going to pan out well in general, okay? Now, when we take a look here, it says, and I quote, the Alice experiment is being tuned up to make even more precise measurements of the quark-gluon plasma and other extreme nuclear systems, end quote. Now, what's interesting about quark-gluon plasma, if we look at Wikipedia, and I quote, is an interacting localized assembly of quarks and gluons at thermal, local kinetic, and close to chemical abundance equilibrium. The word plasma signals that free color charges are allowed, end quote. Now, the also, what's also being used by Alice 2 is something called quantum chromodynamics. But if we look at Wikipedia and we do our own research independently, qu quantum chromodynamics doesn't even exist. It's pseudoscientific. Why is something that's, uh, you know, publicly, quote-unquote, fake being used in something that is uh, very official, so to speak, that legitimate money is being invested into? That's number one. That's right in front of our faces. Number two is that we have to understand exactly what black goo is. Black goo is a form, we can argue, of different energetic entities that are being used by humans, by the Alpha Draconians, by the Archons, by the remaining Nephilims that remain in Antarctica that are trapped to perform surveillance, a much more advanced version of satellite imagery, right, or satellite surveillance. Now, you might be saying, Dave, what do you mean by this? Well, if we take a look at the Falklands War, which, you know, took place back in the 80s and didn't last very long, it has been argued and proposed through many documents and transcripts that the Falklands War was actually having to do with obtaining black goo in order for it to be studied, because black goo does not originate here on Earth. It has been proposed that black goo is, a matter of fact, an alien substrate or form of artificial intelligence, and I, I hate to use that word, but it can basically summon spirits or negative entities to surveil, which is why gang stalking has become much more prevalent lately as well, too. The whole concept of that being intermerged with the, with the Naga, which if we take a look at what the Naga is, we'll see very quickly, 
that the Naga in Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jamanism are a divine or semi-divine deities or a race of half-human, half-serpent beings that reside in the netherworld and can occasionally take human form. Rituals devoted to these supernatural beings have been taking place throughout South Asia for at least 2,000 years, end quote. It's been going on a lot longer than that, and it has nothing to do with rituals in general. It's just called rituals because there's no other way that we can define it. Naga is essentially representative of that of the human spine, which is that of the spiraling energy within the seven chakras that encompasses it and takes it over. Now, as long as each person is encompassed by a naga, generally speaking, which is an energetic form, the black goo only adds to that whole substrate and concept of the holographic imagery occurring. And the reason for this is because when we take a look at some of the different instances that are happening here, what we're going to find is that these this type of black goo has an abnormal amount of frequencies. Again, the 51555 frequency Again, I don't really know the full connection there. That's the most I can make of it. But what we're also finding here as well, too, is that it is being harnessed within DARPA programs for artificial intelligence reasons. But there are different substrates and different forms of entities that are fighting over this and different extraterrestrials that are fighting over this as well. So black goo overall is basically a form of a universal access or a form of a portal for certain spirits that have not walked this earth in physical form. That doesn't mean they're bad, but that doesn't mean they're always good. And humans, alpha draconians, the reptilians, they don't care as long as surveillance can continue to be conducted. Now, at the same time, the reason why I bring up the example of at the beginning of you know, you being a journalist and all of a sudden you don't feel anything is because if we take a look over here at this article very quickly from the independent.co.uk and I quote, woman with mutant gene who feels no pain and heals without scarring discovered by scientists. She reported numerous burns and cuts without pain, often smelling her burning flesh before noticing any injury. Does that not sound familiar? Now, let's take a look as we scroll down a little bit more. What we're going to find is that you and I quote, UK researchers have discovered Joe Cameron's now 71 remarkable abilities are apparently down to a previously unreported genetic mutation. The case, published by the British Journal of Anesthesia, could open the door for a host of new treatments to help people recover from surgery, manage chronic pain and anxiety disorders, end quote. If you take a look at the blog that her family has, they said that she was predisposed and accidentally exposed to a form of black goo as she was taking a walk down in the local park where she lived in before this accident occurred. And her whole face fell into this black goo-like substance that they could not explain. With that being said, it has also been proposed that the angel hair that fall, or, you know, the angel dust, so to speak, whatever you want to call it, that falls from these UFOs are literally the opposite in terms of combating the black goo, which is what a handful, not a lot, but a handful of extraterrestrials are trying to combat because black goo to humans is great for psychotronic surveillance and for psychotronic access through the use of astral projection, remote viewing, because again, like I said yesterday, the CIA, the Pentagon, they never officially shut that program down. You know what I mean? But it's also being used for the ability to allow different beings within gems to actually access this dimension and be able to transport people into these literal... Remember those invisible towns I spoke about a couple months ago where these aliens, the non-compliance are being sent? Black goo basically acts as mini stargates that entities in a negative enough form are strong enough to harness and extract and literally take people from the carbon-based 
composition that we are made of, transfer them instantly through the Naga energy into a silicone form and yank us into the black goo and transfer us into a different part of the planet. Now, I know that might sound ridiculous, but we have to consider all of the angles here. Now, the other thing that's also very interesting as well, too, is that when I mentioned gem, good luck finding out what it stands for. I could personally, I couldn't figure it out. For some reason, in all of the reports of CERN having to do with Alice harnessing and being revitalized by gems, we have no idea what gem stands for, or if it's even an acronym to begin with, right? And at the end of the day, it's going to be very difficult to say. But what we're seeing here is that certain pseudoscientific, you know, theories are being put into Alice, and CERN is not saying, oh, by the way, you know, what we're throwing into Alice is is pseudoscientific but we're going to give it a shot. They're not saying that, guys. What they're doing is they're saying, no, we're just throwing it in there in the documents. Just throw it in. Throw it in like nothing. Just like the rape racks. Boom, another one. Boom, another one. But it's publicly, it's pseudoscientific. Is this a slip up? I have no idea. Honestly, I seriously don't know. Now, you might be saying, Dave, oh my gosh, you know, you're, you're jumping all over the place in this and that. What does this have to do with psychotronic, uh, sorry, with undead planets? Well, if you remember about how certain UFO craft and alien craft that some of these beings seem to be made up of as the same material as a craft they fly in as well, seem to propose that through the use of telekinetic energy, the possibility of an undead planet, which may in fact be in this system, planet X or planet Nibiru, I would dare to say planet X, seems to be controlling and curating a lot of this black goo, which is another reason why NASA will not officially disclose the planet publicly. And on top of all that, this also has to do with the different secret space programs, Solar Warden, Dark Fleet, Aurora program, you name it, constantly vying for control. Now, it seems as though there is a term of infighting amongst humans in the Chinese operations, Russian surveillance operations, and many different ones that seem to literally be vying for control of the overall surveillance imagery that is the invisible project of the Five Eyes project. You know, Australia, New Zealand, America, uh, Canada, UK, U Israel, you name it, right? And when we look at all of this, it's kind of like saying, listen, are they trying to set up certain black goo locations all over the planet in order to be able for these spirits, I guess, or interdimensional beings that are not necessarily organic to yank the appropriate beings in to this black goo and bring them where necessary? The problem here, though, is that it is messing with the overall... I guess we could say balance of the cosmos. It is very similar to, launch, to launching a nuke, excuse me, in the sense that what is happening here is our subconsciousness and our frequencies are constantly being suppressed in order for us to be able to succumb to this frequency of the black goo. Why? The black goo emits frequency, again, a 51555. But here's the thing. Although in the human mind, it is a healing frequency, if exported or broadcasted externally from a radiologist perspective or a frequency, perspective, excuse me, it actually ends up denigrating and descending the state of consciousness a human being is in. Take that particular frequency and emit it onto your body for a handful of hours. I wouldn't suggest it, but if you try, you're going to feel very depraved. You're going to feel very down. Why is it that you need to feel very down to be extracted into this black goo? Why is that the case, right? And then on top of that, we see all of the different psycho... Um, excuse me, the psychopredictive and psychotronic programs occurring, and a handful of whistleblowers have, from the astral projection and remote viewing, basically, top-secret CIA programs have come forward, but have been immediately discredited because of some of the, you know, anomalistic occurrences that, they, that they've mentioned. Now, the final thing I want to mention here is this. If our minds can project out of a hologram into seeing something that manifests itself physically because of how ingrained it has tied itself into the fabric of our reality and of our dimension, 
creation. What is to say that there is not other, there are not, excuse me, other beings in which are non-organic, silicone-based that may in fact be able to transcend themselves or descend themselves as seen appropriately fit, and the ones that are of much more negative entities or vibrational states are the ones that are able to go to and from this black goo and use it as a form of a teleportation-based type of apparatus. All right. I want you guys to let me know what you think, because literally all of the sources are down below. There is so much here to be able to, uh, I guess we could say, to be able to take advantage of in terms of being able to evaluate it. But at the same time, the one thing I want to mention very quickly before we finish this off is that scalar energy, harp, microwave proliferation, geoengineering, toxic food, GMOs, you name it, all of it has a small percentage of black goo within it. And I know uh, there is something else that may suggest that there's black goo in there as well, but I don't want to say anything because it, then it'll definitely get removed. It has to do with a... Uh, um, let's just say, uh, you know, a certain needle that's being injected into many millions of the people around the world. Let's just say it like that. I'm not even going to use the V word because that'll that'll give YouTube reason to shut me down. But anyways, you see what I'm saying? There is not proof, but there is indication that it is being inserted in order to be able to extract energies and deprave us, or even in a matter of ways, if they wanted to ascend us. And when you say they, uh, they, who do you mean? Well, those curating from the secret space program, the humans that are vying over control of the black goo, the ones that are running Alice at CERN, the ones that are really running Alice at CERN, you know what I mean? And so all of this seems to come together in the sense of how all of it is curated and utilized. How come children go into forest with very muddy forest, they go for walks with their families, and then they never return? The 411 cases is actually a double PSYOP cover-up for that too, because people think, well, they probably got yanked into the deep underground military bases. That's true. But what we're also neglecting too is that the black goo may in fact have a large part of this as well. And what we're seeing here is that there is a constant re uh, reoccurrence, specifically within Ohio, the state of Ohio in America, where black goo is occurring. The final connection I'm going to make here is this. The black goo that seems to be most prevalent within Ohio also has the most child abduction cases in terms of um, sex trafficking, child abductions, uh, all that kind of stuff. And that's the farthest I'm going to go because I'm going to get shut down if I expand any more publicly. But for the members, you will expand more on some of this tomorrow. And everyone else, I'd like to thank you so much for watching. We'll catch you tomorrow. Cheers.